This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 780, How to Build a Gratitude Habit with Your Kids, by Carl Stabe of BringGratitude.com. Hello, everybody. Greg Audino here, coming to you with our final post of the week. We're going to end on a good note here, as we seek to do every week. We've got a wonderful read coming up about how to involve our children in conversations about gratitude in ways that they can understand. It's an essential tool for all parents. And just a heads up, if you want to become more involved in our community, I definitely suggest that you head to oldpodcast.com and join our mailing list. It is a great place to get to know some of the creators behind all five of our shows. It's a great place to learn about fellow listeners. And of course, it's a great place to keep up with all of our shows and how you can contribute to make them all even better. Now, I know that sounds very exciting, but before you do that, let's listen in on today's great post and start optimizing your life. How to Build a Gratitude Habit with Your Kids by Carl Stabe of BringGratitude.com They were tired. They were hungry. They wanted to sit down. We had a busy day, and we were just trying to get back to the car, but my two boys wanted to drag out the process and whine the whole way. I snapped. Look around. This zoo is beautiful. If you're complaining, you aren't enjoying. This made my oldest son cry. He isn't a big fan of me using my angry voice. I let my frustration spill out. I should have handled the situation better. I should have paused and appreciated my own situation. It would have put the focus back on my surroundings and allowed me to model gratitude to my kids. So many parents don't utilize this pause as often as they should. I'm guilty of this. I've been working on pausing to appreciate before I let my anger spill over. Many parents are guilty of not pausing before they speak. If we can't model a better behavior as a parent, then how do we expect our kids to take a pause before they act? Daily Habits The first part of this process starts with you. I suggest keeping a gratitude journal for the next 30 days. When you start keeping a gratitude journal, it is best to write in it at the end of every day. Keep it simple at first. Just write your what and your why. It should look something like this. I'm grateful for my eggs because they filled me up this morning. I'm grateful for my dog because he always gets excited to see me. I'm grateful for my bed because it's so soft and comfy. This simple habit will help you to build your own gratitude practice. After 30 days, you can start to introduce more gratitude into your interactions with your kids. Bath time. I don't just herd my kids into the bath. I announce, who is ready for the best bath ever? When I first started doing this, my oldest would ask, How do you know if it will be the best bath ever? I would answer, because it's the bath that we're going to enjoy right now. 
This was the start of planting the gratitude seed into my son's heads. The more I did things like this, the easier it got for them to appreciate the moment they were in. Like I said about myself, the same thing goes for my kids. We all have a long way to go in our gratitude journey, but we've made some great strides. That's why I'm sharing my journey with you, and I want you to be able to help your children bring more gratitude to every situation they're in. Let's look at how we can do this. Great questions. You can start by helping your child with their internal dialogue. If they let their negative inner voice dictate their day, then they'll likely feel they're not enough, and that they don't have enough. Next time they start complaining, This is so boring. Why is this taking so long? I don't want to. Try helping them turn their dialogue on its head. Tap into their curiosity and see if you can ask questions that help them see the interesting parts of the situation. This skill of reframing is very important to helping your kids build resilient mindsets. Young Kids Questions How would your favorite character handle this situation? If you were a color right now, what color would you be? Why? What is one thing you could do right now to make this situation more fun? Older Kids Questions What do you notice about this situation that's interesting? What are you learning from this situation? If you were, insert their favorite musician here, what do you think they would do about this situation? A great question will help them redirect their attention. They'll hopefully be able to find a new perspective of the situation instead of complaining about it. Your ability to ask great questions will be the key that unlocks your child's grateful mindset. How you frame your questions will determine your success. Conversations The discussions you have with your kids matter. Are you complaining a lot? Are you complimenting them? Are you showing them things that you enjoy and why you enjoy them? Every interaction matters. They see the example you set and incorporate it into their lives. You can start by asking your kids, what was the best part of your day? Try to do this at the end of every day, because this will give your child the opportunity to reflect upon and retain the positive things that happened in their day. If you can help your children focus on the good things, you'll help build the gratitude habit. Some common answers may sound like this. Toys, if they are younger. Nothing, if they are teenagers or my nine-year-old son. I enjoyed going to the zoo. If they say nothing, then ask them if every moment of their day was terrible. If they answer no, then ask them what was just tolerable. If they answer yes, then see if they'd like to talk about their rough day and try to see if you can come up with ideas to make tomorrow a little better. If they give a short answer, try to dig a little deeper to help them understand why. Understanding why they appreciate certain things will help them understand more about themselves. If this question makes their eyes roll into the back of their head, then try asking them a variation of this question, like, Who did you hang out with today? What made you laugh today? What challenge did you face today? How did you overcome it? Every kid is different, so you will probably need to be playful with how you ask your questions. When you find the right type of question, use it until they get tired of it. If your child is older, you can suggest that they keep a gratitude journal and explain how it can help them reduce stress and build relationships. Don't force it. Just plant the seed, and maybe, when they forget that you suggested it, they'll start their own gratitude journal. Regular Habit As this begins to become a regular habit, then you can expand upon these ideas. The key part is to keep things simple at first. Make sure it's not a painful experience for your kids, because if they push back against it, 
they won't want to build the habit. You just listened to the post titled, How to Build a Gratitude Habit with Your Kids, by Carl Stabe of BringGratitude.com. A super helpful resource for parents on behalf of Carl today. The development of a gratitude habit has been proven by researchers to be an incredibly beneficial practice for rewiring our brains to assess all situations less destructively. I would say that this is especially beneficial for children, as the experiences that shape us as children most certainly follow us into adulthood. Such a concept can be hard to discuss with children sometimes, but like with any tough topic, discussing it in a way that is relatable to them is both important and a lot less difficult than we think. As Carl described, even posing a question about how a child's favorite character or someone else they'd want to emulate would handle a situation is a very simple yet very effective tool. And I'm sure if someone had regularly asked me how I thought Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park would have handled any of my childhood struggles, I would be ten times the man that I am today. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in all week, my friends. That does bring us to the end. Have a phenomenal weekend, enjoy yourselves, and look forward to another great week on ORD starting Monday, where your optimal life awaits.